And praise the Lord, everybody. So glad to be with you guys today. Looks like you got a great crowd and great atmosphere and and uh, what an incredible song. I just I could only hear bits and pieces of it just now. My brother's singing, but I felt the anointing of the Holy Ghost so strongly and uh, give honor to my parents for all they're doing for the city of Palmer and for the church. Good to see everybody this morning. I love you all. And and uh, hopefully this will be a blessing to you. Won't hold you very long, but definitely have something I felt from the Holy Ghost. I've never preached it before, but definitely feel a word from the Lord. If you have your Bibles, we're going to go to Psalms 119, verses 61 and 62. And then we're going to go to Acts chapter 16, verses 22 through 26. So Psalms chapter 119, verse 61, 62. Acts chapter 16, verse 22 through 26. Amen. Bible says the bands of the wicked have robbed me, uh, but I have not forgotten thy law. At midnight, I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. Book of Acts chapter 16, verse number 22 through 26. This is when Paul and Silas were in prison. The Bible said the multitude rose up together against them. Magistrates rent off their clothes, commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison, made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, somebody say midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. Immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. And I want to preach to you this morning from the subject, the miracle of midnight. The miracle of midnight. Lord Jesus, thank you for what you're doing in every situation right now behind the scenes. We give you praise and glory for miracles that we cannot see. We worship you and we magnify you for you do get the last word in every situation and you get the final say. And we trust in you completely for our destiny and our future in Jesus name. And somebody said, amen. And you may be seated. So last week we were, or earlier this week, I should say, we were driving home from Texas and, um, my son, Jet, asked me, Dad, when does the new day start? And I said, what do you mean, the new day? He said, well, when does tomorrow start? And I said, it starts at midnight. So I thought, I thought the day started when you get up in the morning around 7. I said, well, you first of all get up earlier than that. And secondly, no, that's not when the day starts. The day starts at midnight. And he said, okay, so at 12 o'clock. I said, 12 o'clock. He said, that means it's a new day. I said, it's a new day. And after he asked that, he, he began to look out the window, and I began to uh, think about what he had just asked and realized that uh, his question was not so childish because oftentimes that's how we are. We, when we see the light, when we see evidence of a new day, we, we start to think that something is changing. But uh, if midnight is the start of the new day, that means that God starts the new day in the dark. And that means that you can't see when the, when the shift takes place 
from what you're going through now to what you're stepping into tomorrow. Uh, there is no signal on our end when, when it's midnight. One minute it's 11.59 and the next minute it's midnight. But we just went from a one day to a new day. It, is, it looks exactly the same. It appears that nothing's changed. There's no dark 11.59. It looks like everything is exactly the same, but a new day has dawned in your darkness. The Bible said the mercies of God are new every morning. We, we like to think that that means tomorrow there'll be mercy, but at midnight tonight, that's when the mercy of God rolls back the clock and says, I'm here again. I'm here for everything that you need today and for yesterday. The word midnight is lael in the Hebrew. It means gloom. Uh, it's literally the darkest point of the day, but the shift has started and the new day has begun. Let me just say it like this. Your tomorrow will be arriving tonight. I know that you think that you have to wait for something great to happen, but God's doing it even when you have no evidence that he's doing it. There's something on the horizon coming and you can't see it because it's nighttime. But even though it's dark, there's a new day coming in the dark. Hmm. Uh, when God delivered the Israelites and he had done nine plagues, he had unleashed upon the Egyptians and nothing had changed. He finally unleashed the great plague where he was going to kill the firstborn of Pharaoh and all the Egyptians. And Moses said, when are you going to do it, God? And God said, about midnight, I'm going to come down and I'm going to slay them. And, and at midnight is when God released the 10th plague. And in the same day that midnight where that plague started, 3 million or so Israelites were delivered after 430 years of bondage. Nine plagues did nothing. But when God showed up at midnight and shut up, a new day had begun. And and that new day brought everybody forth in one single day. Can I tell you, God is going to answer you faster than you think he is. It may take him a while, but when the day starts of your deliverance, he'll do it all in one day. That's, uh, we have a God that can wait a while, but when he shows up, he does it all instantly. It's midnight, but I'm about to show you how powerful your new day is. What's so funny is when they woke up the next morning, Brother Plale, after a uh, God had slain all those firstborn of his Egypt. They still thought they were in bondage, the Israelites. It looked like just another day. Yeah, I hear a cry in the distance. Something's going over, uh, over there by the Nile River. I can't figure out what, what it is, but we're still in bondage. Nothing has changed. That's what the devil tells you. He tells you because you have no visual evidence that anything is changing, that God has forsaken you. But the whole time Israel thought they were still in bondage, the enemy knew this thing's already over. It's just a matter of time before they get out now because the new day has brought deliverance. See, Pharaoh did, had, did not mind keeping them through every plague because he had an ace card up his sleeve, and that was his kid. As long as he had a son, he had Israel's future. There'd always be a Pharaoh that could control them. But when God took Pharaoh's future away, even though Israel wasn't praying, him, the enemy knew 
They've already stepped into their deliverance. Their God has removed our power from their future. Can I tell you it's midnight, but God's working on your enemy right now. God's working on the powers of Satan that are attacking your family. God is going to tell that devil, you don't have their future. I'm going to take things from you that you've been holding against them, and I'm going to bind you, and they're going to be loose from these chains. I wish somebody would praise God like you're already free. I wish you'd praise him like your kid has already prayed through. I wish you'd glorify God like there's already a shift in the atmosphere because it's midnight, but the miracle always starts at midnight. Hmm. I feel the Holy Ghost over here. Hmm. In the book of Acts chapter 27, they were in a storm for 14 days in a ship. The storm was so severe that they had not seen the light of day for 14 days. They had fasted 14 days. And the Bible said about midnight, the shipmen, they sensed that they were close to the shore. They couldn't see it, but they sensed it. They deemed they were close to a new country is what the King James Version said. They knew something was on the horizon, but they couldn't see it. It was so dark. The storm was so severe. But at midnight, they sensed something was happening. And the Bible said that they began to wish for a new day. <laughs> they began to wish for the day that they had no idea the new day had just started. They could sense it, but sometimes when you sense it, you're still wishing for proof that it's going to happen. But let me tell you what you're sensing is real. Don't wish for it. Just start thanking God for it because what you sense is near is near and what you sense is coming is coming and God's going to give you what you think is going to happen. Oh, and they put those anchors out. Brother West, they threw those anchors on the ground and the ship began to crash. And But oftentimes when the new day begins, you'll feel like the storm is breaking you down. But the breakdown is actually a breakthrough. And what you think is falling apart is actually coming together. And what you think is disconnecting is actually connecting you to what you need from God. I wish somebody would thank him while you're in the storm because there's a new day coming. It's midnight. Shut up. I feel like it's crashing. I feel like it's falling apart. I feel like my plans are being aborted, but it's not. God has just entered my situation and he's beginning the process of a miracle. He's tearing my plans up. He's tearing my boat up. He's tearing my will up because there's a revival coming that you can't see, Paul. But you're going to get on that island and you're going to lay hands on everything that's sick and I'm going to heal everything that moves because I'm a God that works miracles at midnight in your crashing, in your breaking down. I'm still there. I'm ordering your steps. I'm ordering what's going on. Somebody ought to praise him in the storm. Somebody ought to praise him in the dark. Praise him at midnight. The breakdown is a break through that you can't even see. I can feel the Holy Ghost in there and in here. 
At midnight, Paul and Silas, when they were in prison, we know what happened at midnight. They prayed and they sang praises. And suddenly there became an earthquake and the doors opened and the prison uh, chains fell off. But can I tell you what happened before midnight was not what they were doing at midnight. At 11.59, they weren't praying. At 11.58, they were not singing. At 11.57, they weren't glorifying God. Some things only happen when you make the shift first yourself. And when you will shift personally, then God will shift your situation. And at midnight, when there was no sign of a change, Paul said, I'm going to sing anyway. And Silas said, I'm going to pray anyway. And if I can make the shift, even though I don't have the proof, God will change my situation. God will fix it from the inside out. Somebody needs to start the praise party before you have the proof party. Somebody needs to start the, the worship before you have the evidence. And when you be shut up and when you begin to glorify him without the evidence and when you begin to worship him, it's going to interrupt the darkness and bring you out of what you cannot get out of by yourself. Somebody praise him like nobody's in the room but Jesus. Somebody shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Somebody lift up those hands and lift up that voice in the darkness and thank God because it's midnight. It's midnight. There's a new day coming. There's a new day coming. There's a new day coming. Oh, can you feel the Holy Ghost, Palmer? Can you feel the presence of God in your house? Can you feel God in your family right now? Can you feel God in your prayer closet? He's hearing what you're asking in the dark. <laughs> Bible said that in Psalms 119, David said the bands of the wicked have robbed me. It literally says in the Hebrew, this the bands of the wicked have returned. They've come back. The things I was fighting before that I thought was over has come back to fight me again. But he said, even though they're fighting me again, I will not forget thy law or the word of God. And the Bible said at midnight, David said, I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. Not because I expect you to deliver me, but because of what I read in your word, I'm going to start praising you while you have not changed my situation because I know your word cannot return void and your word cannot lie. And so I am going to praise you while hell is trying to fight me. I'm not even going to ask you for your answer in the situation. I'm going to praise you for your law. I'm going to thank you for your judgments. I'm going to worship you that you're a God that sees the end from the beginning and your thoughts are higher than my thoughts and your ways are higher than my ways and I can't fix my problem, but I'm going to thank you for the word. Someone needs to get back in your Bible in 2022 like you never have been before. You're seeing all the 
bad stuff around you, but you need to start thanking God for the word because the word's going to carry you through the storm and the word's going to bring you out of the trouble that's in your house. Some of you need to get the Bible back in your marriage, get the Bible back in your conversation with your kids because the word of God is going to trump what the enemy is doing to destroy you. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost talking to you right now. The word is what you need. It's midnight, but the word's still talking. It's midnight, but the word still has the answer. It's midnight, but the word knows where you're at. It's midnight, but God is going to come through. Somebody praise him. He Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Let's go deeper. When Gideon was told by God to go fight for his people, he said, I'm just a, I'm just a kid. I'm, I'm just a nobody. I'm a coward. I'm the least in my dad's house. We're the poorest family in the church. We've got nothing. And the angel said, you are a mighty man of valor and all these things. And he sends him down to the enemy's camp. And when he gets down to the enemy's camp, he's listening to the enemy. And 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 there's only two people in the entire 100,000 soldiers of the enemy that know about Gideon. It was the two guards on duty. One guard said, I had a dream that something rolled into our camp and destroyed us. The second guard said, that's Gideon. He's going to come down and fight us. So the only two of the entire enemy that knew about Gideon was the these two guards on duty. The only two were that Gideon was on their radar was these two. The only two that were alert and would stop the attack were these two. But at midnight, the Bible said they had to shift the guard. <laughs> they had to change who was guarding the camp. And they put the two guards that knew about Gideon, they went home to sleep. And two new other guards came in. And they didn't even know that Gideon was right around the corner. Can I preach to somebody? God said, I'm going to make some things watching you clock out. I'm going to make some things that are alert about your life that want to destroy you clock out because I've got plans for you and I'm removing the guards. It's midnight. You don't have a clue what I'm doing, but I'm removing I'm removing the obstacles. I'm removing the barriers. I'm removing Moving the enemy that knows you're there. And they went to sleep. And at midnight, Gideon blew the trumpet and he got his hands involved. And you need to start getting your mouth involved and your hands involved. You need to start praising God with your mouth and with your hands. Because if you can do it at midnight, I to tell you, your victory has just started. The thing that you think is never coming is already on site and the answer is already in the room and God said if you'll just do something with your hands and just do something with your mouth I'll let the light shine I'll show the enemy that I was there the entire time somebody get like Gideon somebody get like Gideon and praise God I've got a victory on the way I've got an answer coming I've got a destiny. I've got a will of God moment. I've got 
got an encounter. I've got anointing. I've got peace. I've got joy. The Lord is going to get the last word in my house, in my kid's life, in my marriage. I'm a Gideon. Somebody shout, I'm a Gideon. I'm going to shout when I have no proof. I'm going to break the picture. I'm going to blow the trumpet. It's midnight. My tomorrow has just arrived today. Something's coming, and I don't even know how great it's going to be, but it's going to be amazing. I can feel God as I preach to you. Something's coming to you. Something's coming to you. Boys, speak in tongues. Somebody pray in the spirit. Some of you ought to get off the pew and stand up and worship God and get involved in your midnights. You ought to get engaged in the spirit. You're watching me. I'm not here to entertain you. I'm here to for you new day to appear. It's time for you to engage it with your hands, with your voice, with your words. Speak about it. Our new day is here. It's not happy new year. It's happy new day. It's happy new day. It's a happy new day. <laughs> can you feel the Holy Ghost? I don't know if you can, but it's sure over here. This room is drenched to the anointing of the Spirit. I can feel some of you praying. Go ahead, Brother Anthony. Go ahead and get that breakthrough. That's something coming to you, man. There's a new day coming. There's a new day coming. There's a new day coming. The, uh, the guards have clocked out. Let me just say this to somebody. God told me this this morning. He said, when Samson was laying with a harlot, the Philistines said, tomorrow morning we will kill him. And at midnight, Samson got up from his sin and picked up the gates of the enemy and won a victory. He said, tell somebody, you've been sinning in 2021. You've been laying in sin and had determined what you do with your midnight. Will shut up. You keep laying in the mess or are you going to get up and take out the enemy's gates? Samson, you need to get up from the stuff that you're addicted to, from the stuff that you're struggling with, from the stuff that you're bound by, and you need to get a victory. Hell wants to take you out tomorrow, but heaven wants to elevate you tomorrow. Heaven wants to deliver you. You need to get up. It's midnight. It's midnight. The answers are coming. The Miracles are coming. The Lord said to tell Palmer that 2022 will be a year of action. I will move. I will fight for you. I will deliver your kids in 2022. It will be a year of action. You can't afford to be asleep while I'm active in them among you. Don't be sleeping with the harlot. Get up and take out the gates of the enemy. Get up and get your prayer life back. Get up and get your word of God back. Get up and get your family back. Samson, arise. It is midnight. The 
Bible said you can stay standing. When, when Jesus comes back in Luke chapter 12, it said that he will come back in either the second, be the second watch, which it means midnight. That's what happened with Gideon. It said he was there in the middle watch, which means midnight. In other words, Jesus is coming back when you don't expect him to. He's going to intervene when you don't expect him to. The new day has already dawned, and you can't even see it, but it's already begun. The answer's coming to your family. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, the answer's coming to your kids. The answer's coming to your marriage. The answer is coming, and all God wants you to do is get up and start engaging it. Start thanking him for it. Start living like it's already happening, because midnight, it's striking, and the day is shifting, and the answer is coming. I can hear Noah say, put the raven in the cage. It's time to shift things. Let's get the dove out. Something new is coming. I can see Jacob crossing his arms. You think you're going to get nothing, but I see Ephraim about to get blessed. I see something coming to you that you can't even fathom. There's a shift in the spirit. There's an answer coming that you can't even fathom, that you can't even comprehend because it's midnight. All God needs you to do is sing, Silas. Pray, Paul. Get up, Gideon. Fight, Samson. It's the key to your destiny. Your midnight is coming. Your miracle is approaching. Your tomorrow is arriving today. That's the word of the Lord for you. Would you praise him for his word? Would you thank him for his word? Somebody ought to go David on the enemy right now. I've got the word and the word is louder than my distraction. I've got the law and the law is stronger than my enemy. I've got the proof. I've got the judgments of God and everything I need is in this book. Everything I need is in this book. Everything I need will take care of itself. If I can just make up my mind, I'm going to thank him at midnight. I'm going to get up at midnight. I'm going to praise him at midnight because the answer is on the way. The storm is almost over. I just opened my eyes. Some of you ought to charge the altar. Some of you ought to get out of the pew and end 2021 with some praise. You ought to end the year giving God glory. You'd say, I can't wait because the new day is here. The new day is here. The miracle day is here. I thought I'd never see it, but I'm going to see it. I thought I'd never see the proof, but it's coming now. The word's getting loud. The word's talking strong. The miracle is in your midnight. Somebody praise him. I see a few of you in the altar. I see a few of you in the altar. You, some of you are believing the devil's lie. You're believing that lie that nothing's going to change. You need to get up, Gideon. Head down to the altar, Samson. Head down to the front and say, I'm going to believe God for the shift. I'm believing God for the change. Something's breaking in my family. Why don't you lay hands on somebody right now? Why don't you speak the new day? Something's coming. Something's coming. Something's already here. Throw the anchor out. 
Throw the anchor out. What you sense is coming. Let there be an altar call all over that building. Some of you that are in the back, you ought to start praying. Some of you that are sitting down, you need to be praying. Come on, let's go. I'm going to engage you in the Holy Ghost. I'm not going to let you sit here and, and drift into your tomorrow. You're going to have to get up and fight for your tomorrow. Don't be drifting with laziness. Don't be drifting with carnality. Don't be drifting with doubt. Don't be drifting with an addiction. It's time to get up and believe God. It's time to expect God to move. It's time for the shift somebody take the midnight shift somebody take the midnight shift somebody take the midnight shift <laughs>